All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? Look, we're going to get straight into the point. Let's do it. Uh, this episode. Um, I want you to, we're going to be Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole today. Um, someone asked, our last podcast was, uh, the elites want war, World War Three, mm-hmm. right? And so I had some people write, and they're like, well, you know, what makes you think that? Well, what all's going on that makes you think that? Well... Here's what I truly believe. And if if this is not all intentional, then it is truly one of it is truly without comparison the dumbest administration that will ever live in the oh, yeah. United States. The 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 dumbest. And so sometimes when people appear so stupid, it's actually because they're so brilliant. They, they just deliberately are working the other direction, right? And so sometimes it's kind of like, in, you know, it's kind of like in faith, right? Well, like, you know, if something appears so much this way, maybe it's because it actually is that way, yep. <laughs> you know? And, 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 you know, God, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to do this? Well, I'm trying to tell you this, dummy. <laughs> you know, you're just not paying attention, right? First of all, um, everything that's happening in Russia and Ukraine um, – how we know is beyond me uh, because I'm going to read you reports here. Uh, we, we've cut everything off in Russia. Mm-hmm. Facebook's off. TikTok's off. Uh, the Internet's off. Uh, uh, Netflix isn't even working. Like all these things. And so on Twitter, I literally took a screenshot of it. On Twitter, you know how when you can log in and they've got like those things you have to look at? Yeah. It literally says... News from Ukraine as it happens. Stay informed through experts and on-the-ground sources. But we've cut off Russian access across the board, so we're only getting one side now. I also read reports, you know, Zelensky's, uh, that they're going to try to make it famous, I don't need ammo, I need a ride. Now the Washington Examiner is reporting that they have been unable to verify that he actually said that. Uh, that they only heard it through a U.S. official that said that he said it. And so I'm going to walk you down this rabbit hole of everything that's going on right now. And you just have to start to ask yourself the questions. Is this really what it appears to be? Or is this what they want us to see? But in acknowledging that it is as it appears to be, you would be acknowledging that all of this is deliberate Mm -hmm. because that's what it starts to appear like. Like these are either the stupidest people on the planet. It's like, um, you know, that movie scary movie where they're making fun of the scream movies. Yeah. And the actual bad guy in that movie is the dude who plays the idiot Mm -hmm. through the entire thing. They're like, it could never be that guy. He's too stupid. (laughs) And then at the end, he's like, not stupid at all. He's just playing dumb. That's kind of where I think that we are. Um, Kamala Harris, for example. I believe Joe Biden is in legitimate cognitive decline. I believe that 85% of the time, Joe Biden doesn't know where he is. Yep. Um, Kamala Harris, on the other hand, is not as dumb as she appears. I don't care what you say, and I know that she says the dumbest things, but she says things so stupid that it can only be done on purpose. 
to make you think that she's she dumber says, than she is. Like her uh, Russia-Ukraine synopsis thing that yes. she gave? Yes. Look, man, look. There is videos right now. You can YouTube it. Montel Williams, Kamala Harris. Okay? You can YouTube it right now, and it pops up. Back in the Dizzy, before Kamala Harris was in government or a DA or a senator, anything, she was a groupie with Montel Williams. Montel rolls up on the red carpet with Kamala Harris and some other chick that he's taken back to the hotel room at the same time. All of it. She has worked her way all the way up to the vice presidential office. She ain't as dumb as you all think that she is. Okay? She's just not. Are you the vice president? <laughs> you you, you got to be very smart and cunning to be able to do that. Have you worked your way up from being a groupie and a threesome all the way up to the vice presidential office? No, you have not. As you drop your kids off at school. Challenge accepted. Uh, challenge. <laughs> Look, and, and I'm not saying that's what you should strive to be. It's <laughs> oh, not. my bad. I'm just saying that, you know, uh, serial killers actually are pretty smart. Yes, yeah. they're sociopaths. Got it. That doesn't mean they're not smart, right? Well, in order to evade the cops, you got to be smart. Well, right. Well, you know. Well, maybe. If a serial killer happens now, this isn't what I was going to talk about at all, but I've been watching a lot of true crime on Netflix. We are talking about it earlier. By the way. The Netflix show Worst Roommate Ever. Immediately, just stop this podcast right now and go on Netflix and watch the this first episode. This is not episode. a paid sponsor either. It's not. I just, I was so baffled by the first episode of Worst Roommate Ever on Netflix. Um, that's all I'm going to tell you about it. I'm not going to say anything else. Keep the, mis- the, the mystique up or whatever. Just go. Just go and watch it. If you like true crime things if those things bother you do not watch the first episode of worst roommate ever bother you um anyway okay that was a rabbit trail i'm sorry what i was getting at is if a serial killer actually pulled it off today i would be really impressed because back in the 80s like the 70s and 80s was like serial killer unabomber yeah that's when like like that was the age to be a serial killer right i don't think i don't think you can pull it off these days very difficult I, I I don't think it'd be very difficult. I think it'd be impossible. We got satellites everywhere. Everybody's got phones. Like, I feel like, I just think it would be DNA evidence, like all this stuff. Like, you know, I just, I, I don't see how they would actually pull it off. But either way, um, I mean, we're catching people randomly punching people on subway lines. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how, how are you going to go over there? Anyway, okay, the point. Um, we've got a deep rabbit hole to go down uh and it all starts with i believe russia is getting exactly what they want but before we talk about it we got to get into a sponsor all right guys inflation is out of control and we see that more than ever in the grocery store prices keep hitting a new all-time high for meat and seafood cooking and grilling at home used to be the way to save money now it's a way to spend even more across the board it's up nearly 20 percent and it's not even america meat it's China meat. That's right. The vast majority, up to 80% of the meat, if you can find it on the shelves, bear shelves, Biden, if you can find it, it's uh, most likely from China or Australia. That's why you need to support 
good ranchers. Right now, you can get $30 off their already low prices by visiting goodranchers.com slash Graham. You can do a one-time order or subscribe and save an additional $25 on each box. Plus, when you subscribe, your price will never go up for the life of your subscription. You can't lock in the prices at a grocery store, but you can lock it in at Good Ranchers. So, get your $30 discount on prime steaks and better than organic chicken today. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to save on the quality you've been looking for. Good Ranchers takes the guesswork out of the grocery store by sourcing everything from local farms and shipping to your door. Use my code G-R-A-H-A-M and enjoy your box of 100% American meat and $30 savings. Order now from GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. So, Graham, when you say Russia is getting exactly what you want. What do you mean? Well, first of all, Russia wants to go back. Well, excuse me. Putin wants Russia to go back to the 19th century. They just, he just does. Okay. He's crazy. He's out of his mind. He's a dictator. That's what he wants. And when you're negotiating with people or you're going to battle with people, you have to understand their mindset, what they actually want. People are like, oh, the guy who's killing women and children couldn't possibly want his country to go backwards because then his citizens would have a lower quality of life. And what kind of leader would want? He's not a leader. He doesn't care about them. He only cares about himself. He's a, he's a dictator. He he wants to be the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He wants to be how his citizens live and die by him. That's what he wants. So... Uh, U.S.-based companies like FedEx, Netflix, Twitter, Disney, Shell, uh, a lot of banks have all pulled out of Russia. But as of the other day, Visa, MasterCard, American Express have all stopped their ability to be used in the country. Like people can't use their debit cards or their credit cards and all this stuff, right? And everybody's like, that'll teach them. That'll teach them. We'll put all the citizens in poverty and nobody can do anything and nobody can spend any money and nobody can stream on Netflix and everybody's going to lose their mind and Putin's going to back off. Netflix was probably the big killer. Worst roommate ever. I'm telling you. Either. Okay. All right. But this is exactly what Russia wants. Remember how I told you a while ago that Russia and China are in on it together. Okay. This is what I mean. Well, also... I forgot to mention this. Now they're talking about a no-fly zone. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, Marco Rubio, and you can say what you want to about Marco Rubio, he 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 lays it out really quickly. There's a lot of people that want to make Russia a no-fly zone right now. But there's a lot of people that don't understand what that actually means. The second you make Russia a no-fly zone, oh, by the way, you remember how at the very beginning when I said eventually the UN's going to get involved? Blinken says the U.S. has given the green light for NATO to provide Ukraine with fighter jets. This is a major escalation. So that doesn't mean it's going to happen. That just means the U.S. has said, yeah, you know, we agree with it. Uh, If you want to send the ready forces that NATO has into Ukraine, you can. If NATO decides to do this and Russia shoots down a NATO plane, that's World War III. Yep. The sec the the second that it happens, that's World War Three. Okay. The same thing with this no fly zone. And Marco Rubio actually lays it down pretty well right here. Are you and your colleagues now more open to a no fly zone? 
You know, the, the look, a no-fly zone has become a catchphrase. I'm not sure a lot of people fully understand what that means. That means flying AWACS 24 hours a day. That means the willingness to shoot down and engage Russian airplanes in the sky. That means, frankly, you can't put those planes up there unless you're willing to knock out the anti-aircraft uh, systems that the Russians have deployed, and not just in Ukraine, but in Russia and also in, in, in Belarus. So basically, a no-fly zone, it, uh, if people understood what it means, it means World War III. It means starting World War III. So I think there are a lot of things we can do to help Ukraine protect itself, both from airstrikes and missile strikes. But I think that people need to understand what a no-fly zone means. It's not just, it's not some rule you pass that everybody has to oblige by. It's the willingness to shoot down the aircrafts of the Russian Federation, which is basically the beginning of World War III. Yeah, so most people think of a no-fly zone, they're thinking about commercial airlines, mm -hmm. right? They don't think about what it actually means is a, if you invoke a no-fly zone on Russia, then that means that every country that is in alliance with each other agrees that if they see a Russian plane in the sky, they are shooting it down. Yeah. And then on top of that, they're going to go into Russia and bomb the anti-aircraft um, uh, missiles and defense systems that Russia has. Those are declaration of war. They just are. That's what it is. And so, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Marco Rubio, but I thought he said that very well. Mm -hmm. um, because there are. There are a lot of people that say things out of their booty hole <laughs> that just don't know what they're talking about. And so anyway, all right, back to why I believe that Russia wants the U.S. to take away Visa, MasterCard, all this other kind of stuff, right? Okay, well, here's why. And this isn't me making this up. This is readily available information. Um, this is on CBS News. Okay, so so that's the craziest thing to me is they're not hiding any of this stuff. They're literally this mm -hmm. isn't me going on the dark web and finding these things. It, just little bits of research. Everybody's like, yeah, take away their ability to use a MasterCard and all this stuff. Check this out. China's foreign minister on Monday said Russia is Beijing's most important strategic partner amid its continued refusal to condemn the invasions of Ukraine. Now, this is the interesting part here. Here's another article. Newsweek. Like I said, these are major outlets, right? Okay. So the prime minister of Beijing has already said, no, Russia is our most important thing. Like, what? <laughs> Am I the only one paying attention to this at all? Newsweek. You ready for this? Visa, MasterCard, American Express. Ooh, we hurt Russia, right? Did we? Russia turns to Chinese banks for help as Visa and MasterCard leave the country. The Russian Central Bank announced on Sunday that some of the country's banks plan to issue cards using UnionPay, a Chinese card operating system with Russia's, I guess that's Mir payment system, uh, MIR, after Visa and MasterCard suspended its operations in the country over its invasion of Ukraine. Credit cards issued by Russian banks using Visa and MasterCard payment systems will also stop functioning overseas after March 9th. UnionPay is a Chinese system that is enabled in 180 countries and specializes in providing cross-border payment services. In using UnionPay as an alternative, Russia's Mir Network, a payment system for electronic fund transfers and is sponsored by the Russian government, will partner with the Chinese system to issue co-badged cards. 
How do you make a move without making a move? You make people think that you're hurting you, and then you make a move that people think you're making in desperation, but that's actually what you wanted to do in the first place. That whole, you know, if you believe in the Bible, the whole one world currency thing, you know, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a major big deal. Okay, if who does it really hurt in the end? Does it hurt Russia or does it hurt the U.S. credit card companies that Russia used to use and be dependent on? But then Russia goes behind them and now they've got the Chinese backing of union pay and all this other stuff. And now these U.S. companies aren't as vital anymore because these other countries are figuring it out how to use it without us. Yeah. They don't have to have us anymore. We are literally walking right into exactly what it is that they want us to do. But it doesn't stop there. But we got to get into a sponsor. All right, guys. How many of you hate the way health insurance goes? I know I do. I pay outrageous amounts. But the crazy thing I found out the other day is that you know that over 250,000 people with health insurance went bankrupt last year due to medical costs. See, here's the thing. Even though you have health insurance, they still have to approve whatever it is that's going on. And one out of every six claims gets denied from major companies like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, etc. So it's a big racket. That's why I've teamed up with Crowd Health. Crowd Health is putting the community back in community health care and giving its members access to high quality care for up to 60% less in the process. You pay one monthly low total to fund your account and get access to the Crowd Health community. It's less than $200 a month for most people. 100% of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the health care cost of the community. You'll pay the first $500 of a health event. The rest gets submitted to the Crowd Health community members for funding. And you can go to whatever doctor you want. You don't have to go within the network, et cetera, et cetera. So don't let health care costs stand between you and your future. Join Crowd Health today. Right now, you can get the first six months. Are you ready for this? For just $99 per month. That's almost 50% of the normal price and a lot less than a high deductible health care plan. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com and use the promo code Graham at sign up. Crowd Health is not health insurance. It is a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. Go to joincrowdhealth.com right now. Promo code Graham. Okay. So, first of all, there's online blackouts everywhere. So, I don't know how people believe anything, right? How can you believe anything? Yeah. You can't see it. They literally showed a Russian uh, misinformation video on Twitter, which later we find out that the footage that they're using is footage of a demonstration against climate change. But... What it is, is it says they changed the, the, the Chiron. So so here, I'll play what the guy is saying, but they're showing a reporter with a mask on. He's got a mask, mm-hmm. so you can't see his mouth moving. And then they're, they've got like hundreds of body bags lined up. 
And then while the guy while the guy's talking, and the Chiron says, uh, "Ukrainian health ministry, fifty-seven dead, one hundred sixty-nine hurt across Ukraine as Russia launches more attacks." You see people moving in the body bags because it's footage from a climate change thing. But listen, listen to what the audio says. All right, here we go. Look, I, you know, we're going to use the at least, at least 59 people killed, at least 149 people wounded. Those numbers are going to go up. There's just no question about that. I mean, you have fierce fighting in a number of locations around the country. You mentioned Chernobyl. Russian forces quickly overtaking that area. We understand they are still in control. The other thing that went, hap- went down today um, that was of huge importance was Russian paratroopers went into an airfield 15 miles outside of Kiev, and for a short period of time this afternoon, they held... All right. The point is that's being broadcasted. So that's Russian manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, the footage is from something else. The audio is from something recent. And then the Chiron says 57 dead, 169 hurt. But they want you to believe that things are fake. So what is it? Is there really that much going on or is it less? Is it more? Is it less? You hear about... Uh, war crimes, all this stuff. You see Zelensky saying, you know, he's going to kill every single person responsible for killing the mom and children that were bombed outside the Capitol. But now all these things are coming out against Zelensky. Who do you believe? What do you know? There's media blackouts everywhere. Everything you hear is opinions. By the mere shutting everything down because you're trying to hurt Russia, you actually give Russia... The element of surprise in everything Mm -hmm. because we can't see what Russia is doing because what does everybody have in Russia? A cell phone. If you cut it all off, guess what they can't do? Upload videos of what's actually going on in Russia. You can see things from Ukraine, but you can't see things from the people that are actually doing the stuff. But maybe I'm paranoid. I don't know. Um, okay, let's keep going down the rabbit hole. Um, okay, so here's the thing. So gas is pretty expensive right now. I don't know if you know this, but it's pretty expensive. Just a little bit. Um, it's only going to get worse. Biden is literally buying Russian oil while sending aid to Ukraine. He's literally funding both sides of the war at the same time. And to think that anything else is happening is not paying attention. One more time. Let me just say it again, just so it goes. There's a war in Russia and Ukraine that everyone is concerned is going to lead to world war three. Will it? I don't know. We'll see. Is the potential there? Absolutely. But the Biden administration, we, the United States, have cut off the Keystone Pipeline so we are not energy and crude oil independent. and We are dependent on Russian oil. So we're buying over half a million barrels a day funding Russia. And then we're turning around and we're taking that money that we're giving Russia because we need oil. And then we're giving, uh, you know, relief funds to Ukraine to help in their efforts to fight Russia. And the only reason Russia can afford to keep fighting Ukraine is because we keep buying oil from Russia. And then we think that we're going to hurt Russia by taking away all these payment processing systems like uh, MasterCard and Visa. 
but we actually just gave Russia the opportunity to go and move towards a more one-world currency with China. This is all readily available information. I'm not just making this stuff up. I know Newsweek could be hard to find. But I go, I, I digress. Here's the worst part. Joe Biden is considering not turning on the Keystone Pipeline to where we manufacture oil barrels ourselves. He's getting a lot of heat for buying oil from Russia. So what does the genius administration decide to do? Not turn on the Keystone Pipeline. Joe Biden is now turning to Iran and Venezuela to purchase oil from Iran and Venezuela. These are not our friends, ladies and gentlemen. When's the last time you heard good things about Iran? But the U.S., instead of focusing on becoming energy independent here, we're now going to fund other terrorist and socialist countries for their oil. Remember how I said at the beginning? At some point, you have to go, are they really the dumbest people in the history of American society? Or was it their plan all along? Or are they geniuses? Because this is what they want to happen. Make it make sense in any regard that we would shut literally one of the, remember when Joe Biden took office, he signed like 38 executive orders mm -hmm. the first day. One of them was what? Shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. That was one of the first freaking things he did. And now we need oil. And the major country that we get oil from is in war with Ukraine, which is an ally of ours, which, you know, you can dissect that all day long. But we're funding the war. And then as a means to get out of funding the war, Biden's administration says, you know what we need to do? Give the money to terrorists. To get oil from there, not turn the Keystone Pipeline back on. No, we'll just give the money to the terrorist. This is real. This is real. These are real things that are going on right now. What does Pete Buttigieg, the transportation uh, secretary of transportation, have to say about the increase in gas prices? Well, just listen. Clean transportation can bring significant cost savings for the American people as well. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. How do we fix the gas problem? Everybody go out and buy an electric car. That's only going to take years and years and years. All right. Years. So um, Ian Hayworth actually broke this down and it's very eloquent. So I'm going to use it. Okay. So the average loan for a car is 72 months, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So in seven years, you'd save an average of $4,700 on gas. That's $670 a year. 
The average cost of an electric vehicle costs $56,437. So in just a short 84 years, you'll make your money back. That is very smart. These are the people that are in charge of us telling you these lies to make you believe certain things that they're actually trying to help you. No, they're not. Because the average American can't afford to just go spend 56 grand on a car, buy it flat out, and then right now they've already said that they've invested billions of dollars because we don't even have the network structure to make electric cars practical for 80% of America that doesn't live in a metropolitan area. It gets to a point where you have to believe it's starting to happen on purpose. And last but not least, I'll get to why right after the sponsor. All right, guys, Ronald Reagan saw it 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since until Joe Biden. In Ronald Reagan's own words, inflation is is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack. Thanks to Joe Biden. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold to protect the savings that you have to protect what matters to you and your family. And that is security. When that is why you need to go to Birch Gold and diversify your savings account with gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the numbers 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. You've only got eight days left to purchase with Birch Gold before the end of February, and they will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So do it right now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. You've got no excuse. You're listening to this podcast on your phone as we speak. That's the word Graham to 989898 now. Okay, so it all happens for a reason, right? So we've talked about Russia. We've talked about everything that we're doing that actually benefits Russia and actually hurts us. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally, we fought terrorism for 20 years, and now we're talking about funding a terrorist country for oil. We are not oil or energy independent. We are actually weakening our payment processing systems that are used worldwide by withdrawing it out of Russia, which removes any penalty that they would have to have paid if they had just said, we're not using your crap anymore. We're going to use China's. We gave them a free pass Yep. To make our payment processing systems weaker across the board. We believe the lie that this is all just proof that we need to go electric as opposed to gas. And the way to do that is buy an electric vehicle and then all your problems will go away. But they're actively telling us at the same time that it's going to take years to build the infrastructure to make that happen. But then the biggest, the biggest the biggest red flag of them all is this. Six million 
How many people were killed in the Holocaust? Do you remember? Oh, it says around 6 million Jews. But so I'd- Wow, that's awful. Wow, Graham, that was quite a specific reason you brought that up. Today, the death toll from COVID-19 hits 6 million. And China just gets a pass. Or, or And also, what about the concentration camps that they are currently in China? But, well, right. But what I'm saying is, why do you bring that up? Okay, Hitler killed 6 million people in the Holocaust, right? Mm-hmm. China literally released the coronavirus. Like, that's true. That happened, right? It was manufactured in a lab. It got out. Oops. China killed 6 million people. And everybody's just like, uh, well, what are we going to do? It's China, you know? Yeah. Can you imagine what would happen to us if the U.S. released something that killed 6 million people? China would be all over us. Worldwide? Every single country in the world would turn their nukes at us. We would be bankrupt because we would have to pay such extreme financial terror or, or reparations, whatever you want to call it. We would be extinct in less than a year, but China releases a virus that kills 6 million. But well, I mean, if you believe the numbers, but either way, the point is, even if you do believe the numbers, China is responsible for it. And they're paying what penalty? for it nothing nothing and we're all just sitting here what 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 we're just gonna sit here and take it china just gets away with genocide essentially and nobody's going to do anything about it everybody's just acting as though oh yeah oh oh yeah coronavirus that was so last year that was 2020 you know what we've got russia and ukraine war now to worry about but russia and china are in on it together we've already talked about this they're the next super alliance russia Mm -hmm. and china china literally just killed six million people if you believe all the numbers but you know which i will argue that the real number is probably not that high but either way even if you do believe the numbers shouldn't some type of like responsibility take place for the fact that China killed 6 million people nationwide, even, or excuse me, worldwide, even if it was an accident, which it wasn't, even if it was, are we just supposed to just be like, all right, Mulligan, what, (laughs) what that's happening right now. Last but not least, I want to touch on this. Somebody said, Graham, why aren't you covering the D.C. Freedom Convoy? Well, I I did talk about it, but the reason that I'm not talking about it right now is because the entire purpose of the Freedom Convoy is now irrelevant because all of a sudden COVID's over. Mm -hmm. And all the mandates and everything are, there are, there are essentially no more mandates. It's up to the individual states now. So the D.C. convoy to D.C., I mean, I'm sorry, but the original intent and purpose, D.C. beat you to it. 
they beat you to it. They're like, oh, well, what are you protesting now? We, 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 you know, we backed off on all this stuff. And the reason why is because of the Lee Impact Research Report. Okay, this came out February 24th. Ironically, right before Biden's mm-hmm. State of the Union. Um, and this was two interested parties. Okay, from Molly Murphy and Brian Stryker. And the title of it is Taking the Win Over COVID-19. So the impact research report was given to Democrats. Okay. And this is the exact email. After two years that necessitated lockdowns, travel bans, school closures, mass mandates, and nearly a million deaths, nearly every American family, or or excuse me, nearly every American finally has the tools to protect themselves from this virus. It's time for Democrats to take credit for ending COVID crisis phase of the COVID war. Point to important victories like vaccine distribution, providing economic stability. All right below, we lay out some strategic thoughts for Democrats positioning themselves on COVID-19 after nearly two years of the pandemic. One, <clears throat> declare the crisis phase of COVID over and push for feeling and acting more normal the number one recognize that people are worn out and feeling real harm from the years-long restrictions and take their side these are political strategic talking points from an agency acknowledge covid still exists and likely will for a long time don't set covid zero as the victory condition americans This is what it says. Americans also don't think victory is COVID zero, meaning zero COVID cases. They think the virus is here to stay, which it is. And 83% say the pandemic will be over when it's a mild illness like the flu rather than COVID being completely gone. And 55% prefer that COVID should be treated as an endemic disease, much like the common cold and or flu. Stop talking about restrictions and the unknown future ahead. Ironically, all the mandates and the CDC guidelines changed less than a week after that report came out. So the pandemic didn't change. The polls did. People are tired of COVID-19. So they changed everything. That's why we haven't talked about the D.C. convoy. Right now, there's a video right now. They're not even in D.C., They're outside of D.C. and they're talking about in the video not going into D.C. because they don't want to happen to them what happened to the January 6th insurrectionist in uh, uh, quotations. There comes a point where you have to ask yourself the question, is all of this stuff on purpose or are we just the stupidest people in the world? I don't know. You tell me. Let me know. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. That's all we have for this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it enlightened you in some ways. And let me know what you think. Um, That's all I got. Thanks so much for listening. Share this video with your friends. Make sure to leave us a comment. It helps us in the polls. That's all we got. And we'll see you again next time. My voice is gone. And (laughs) we'll see you all again next time.